Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Paging Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Getting Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming up, Freaks. I can promise you that we're going to have 42 minutes and then some of Tony Stewart in the first hour here in the Freak Nation. What if I told you that it's uncut, it's pretty freaking raw. We talk about throwing up on big boats, cutting the umbilical cord, and baby daddies for Tony Stewart, it's going to happen. And again, the first hour, 40-plus minutes of Tony Stewart here from the Lucas Oil Studios. Statman, if it hadn't happened already... Would you believe that this is actually going to happen with the legend, three-time NASCAR champion Tony Stewart here in the Freak Nation? The first hour of the Freaks goes up in smoke. <laughs> oh. I would say that, you know? Yes, Kenny it talks does. About, you talked about baby daddies with smoke. Come on. He is the baby daddy. There's not other baby daddies with Leah Pruitt out there. Let's just clarify that before people start really freaking out. And we're not saying that Leah Pruitt, the fiance of Tony Stewart, is pregnant. True. But what came out of this interview is incredible. That Tony Stewart. We don't know. That's so. Yeah. Let's. I would have to assume she's uh, experienced it before. (laughs) We don't know if she is pregnant at this point, Freak Nation. But that being said, you don't want to miss. The first hour of Speed Freaks because it's it's smoke on freaking plug. There's no plugs within 100 miles of Tony Stewart for this damn thing, right, Crash? <laughs> no, there's not. There there really isn't, and it's it's a different Tony. Boy, is he more relaxed, as anybody would assume in quasi retirement. Granted, he's got a gazillion businesses that he's running, but he's just he's so laid back. He doesn't. I mean, he's never really cared what people have thought about what he said, but now he really doesn't in a personal way. And it's so cool to hear. This might be smoke at his best. Yeah. It might be. We may have finally, through all the conversations we've had with him through the years and the times we've disappeared with him behind the hauler and blah, blah. This might be finally getting a look into who Tony Stewart is as Tony Stewart. Again, if you guys want to play ball with us, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studio, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. The Olympics are in full effect as we speak. And frankly, uh, I've watched about as much Olympics over the last three or four days that I watched with the Stanley Cup Finals, which is a big, fat, freaking zero. Crasher, until gymnastics come on, I probably gymnastics and track and field, track and field. swimming. Come on. Th- that's when it, yeah, you're right. Stat, I don't know about you, but that's when I want to sit down with my daughter and watch those athletic events with the Olympics. The Olympics to me is track and field until they, st- the 100 meter dash, the 200 meter dash. I'd love to see the human body accelerate. I don't know what it's going to be like without. Um, 
Oh, uh, the big tall Usain guy. Bolt. Usain Bolt. I don't know what it's going to be like without Usain Bolt in the Olympics this year, but uh, that's when the Olympics starts, when they start running around the track. Actually, Kenny totally lied to us there. He told me earlier today that he was most looking forward to race walking. Oh, of course. Actually, race walking, we didn't call it race walking back in the day. What what did we call it? Speed walking, wasn't it? Speed, Yeah, it was speed walking. And it it was some of the funniest looking (laughs) athleticism to where the butt and the thighs and the legs and the heels. And And the the knees. Looks like some of the knees are going hyperextended. It's crazy. Well, when do they get break dancing this year? I mean, it's <laughs> you're gonna that uh, to me that's going too far. You know, I mean, how are you going to compare Carl Lewis and Usain Bolt to some guy named Joe who spins on his head break dancing? I mean, come on. Oh, because shooting is a sport. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, come I mean, on, it's not, a, it's not a sport to me, but it's it, what. <laughs> Yeah, what's 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 what sport in breakdancing? Cardio. Are you kidding me? And all the muscle Cardio. that it takes to do half of those headstands and twists and turns. It's you are your heart rate arguably is higher during breakdancing, definitely more than it is in shooting of any sort. But it's it's arguably harder and uh, can I talk? It's arguably Ooh. higher in in breakdancing than it is in some swimming exhibitions. Okay, so Jeff Gordon then could be a a uh, Olympic athlete. And you nailed it with his breakdancing, yes. Here it is, Freak Nation. Again, 40-plus minutes of Tony Stewart coming up here in the Freak Nation the first hour. The first crash, that is pit news and notes coming up. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here at the Freak Nation. Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Sirius XM, TuneIn, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud. You can take us anywhere, Freak Nation. No excuses. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Tony Stewart coming up in moments, baby. Be sure to check out GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com to find the tire for that F-150. That sedan. What about a sports car? That's right. General Tire has the rubber for your ride. Do what the freaks do and roll on General Tires. Crasher? Hey, guess what? Did you know that we're now officially six months to the day away from Christmas? Just thought I'd throw that out there because I've received no less than freaking 50 sales emails today reminding me of such a fact. Yeah, well, Christmas in July was quite merry for some winners on the racing weekend. Let's start with Formula E in London. Hometown drivers captured both wins, first Andretti's Jake Dennis with the E-Prix Race 1 triumph. And then for his first win ever in the series, Mahindra's Alex Lynn crushing it in Race 2. Staying on the Formula side of things, IndyCar's silly season got off to a wild start when Indy 500 winning team Meyer Shank Racing announced that not only would Elio Castroneves be in a full-time seat in 2022, but Jack Harvey has elected not to come back. The rumors are swirling that he will land at Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing, so when we have Graham Ray Hall on in a bit, you know we'll ask him about just that. Trans Am was at Portland Raceway this weekend for their West Coast Series, and again, the edge seemingly going to the hometowners. Well, at least for the poll for Brad McAllister, the race win, also in his first TA2 event win, it went to Jeff 
Holden. NHRA raced part two of three in their West Coast swing up in beautiful Sonoma. Karen Stouffer rode to the Wally win in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Aaron Stanfield taking the win in Pro Stock. Robert Height was victorious in Funny Car to prevent Matt Hagen from any shot at the West Coast swing sweep. And then Steve Torrance added another Wally to his connection when he caught Leah Pruitt sleeping at the line in top fuel. Hopefully, Tony Stewart doesn't put too much pressure on his future wife to wake the freak up. And really the only news of note to mention in the NASCAR ranks this week because, well, we don't want to talk about Kyle Busch and his beach thong too much, right? I'm serious with these vacation photos, people. The Hendrick team faced some serious penalties due to Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman's engine allocations last week being mishandled. It was pretty severe. We'll discuss that in depth later in the show. As promised, a good 40 minutes with Smoke, three-time NASCAR champion and fiancé of Leah Pruitt, coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right, keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Ah, uh, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop this, scoop this, scoop this, scoop this, scoop shakalaka, 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 scoop shakalaka, 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 Geico, switch today and see all the ways you could save. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. A Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of Mav TV Plus to the Mav TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Polling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. Mav TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MavTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. <laughs> Your soap is... Ugh. And your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things. Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons. And let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell... Titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. 
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Twenty-one years of Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios, and of those twenty-one years, Tony Stewart, Smoke, he's been joining Statman, Crash Gladys, and yours truly, Kenny Sargent. Always something to say. It's been a couple of years since he joined us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. It's been a crazy fourteen months for this guy. Of course, he's a three-time NASCAR champion, multi-team owner in NASCAR with Stuart Haas Racing, and then of course his engagement to Top Fuel pilot Leah Pruitt. Been pretty crazy, hasn't it, Smoke? Oh, it's been asinine. So last year when Lee and I met and when I came out to Havasu with her, we were, we, you know, by the time everybody figured out, well, we still got work to do and this is how we're going to do it. And we're going to do this Zoom thing, whatever Zoom is. Like literally I would be in here in the living room and the door is probably 12 to 15 feet away. It goes outside and there's a couch under a awning or I don't know what the hell it is. But anyway, I'd be doing a Zoom call here, and she'd be doing a Zoom call over there at the same time, and we'd do it for <laughs> two, three hours at a time. And then by lunch, you know, because we're on West Coast time or Mountain time, by lunch we're done for the day, and we're off doing whatever we're doing, and nobody knew where we were at. Everybody, everybody that I would do stuff with, they're like, "Where are you at?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm at a friend's house." <laughs> where at? Um, Arizona? On the river? <laughs> How did you keep it on the downloaded? Just arning and. Listen, she, she tells everybody, I think she has the best line that's, that summarizes everything about it, that we won the hide and seek contest during COVID. Yes, you so, did. That's a good but we, we just, I mean, literally, we never did anything. We, you know, Lake Havasu's 50,000 people and, and they're, they're, it's a big car guy city and, and, but nobody cares. I mean, it's like being, it's like being at an island without being in an island. They're all laid back and, but. I mean, when we would go somewhere, it was like, man, we'd sneak around and try to get tables in the back of restaurants and this and that. And <laughs> worked out. So you, wow. had you been to Lake Havasu before? Because you know what it's known for, debauchery and partying and vomit. Yeah, that's and, right up my alley, bud. Yeah. I mean, I'm Vomit? Like, is- Did you say vomit, Kenny? Yes. You vomit <laughs> when you go to Lake Havasu. Yeah, there's a lot. I've seen a lot of that happen here, too, unfortunately. It's normally people that are a lot younger than us that are still trying to figure out the uh, cocktail of how much I can drink without puking my guts out. So, but so you has, did say normally, right? Yeah, we we have a little bit more responsible than that. Has Lake Havasu become the new romantic Riviera? It is for us. I mean, we're we're uh, getting married at the end of the year. We're building a house here, so. Uh, this is honestly the time of year that I do not like being out here though. Yes. It's, it was, I think 113, 114 yesterday. And that's actually, believe it or not, it's getting to the hot side, but it's not, un, it's not intolerable when it gets in the 120s out here. I'm going anywhere, but here, because it's, it's literally like standing in front of a hairdryer, breathing oh, yeah. in the air that's coming out of a hairdryer. Open up the oven. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. If you truly want to know what it feels like to breathe 120 degree air, that's what you do. Tony Stewart joining us on a Sunday night, three-time NASCAR champion, inaugural SRX racing champion. Well, Tony still thinks of us as a California show. So Tony, (laughs) Kenny and I are now in Phoenix and this, this is our, yeah, we're in that 120 degree summertime. Now we love racing schedules to get us the hell out of here. Absolutely. Exactly. I I still like this time of year to be back in the Midwest, but Mm -hmm. uh, Leah's racing schedules got her out uh, on a West Coast swing. So we get to come back here for a little bit, which makes her happy. And I'm learning the rules of engagement and marriages of if she's happy, it makes me a lot happier. So I have a lot better chance of success if she's happy. I think Danica Patrick taught us all the phrase many, many years ago, happy wife, happy life. Yes. And how's that working? How's that working out for her? Oh, <laughs> wait, I didn't mean to go there. Just saying. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just trying to make sure I want to make sure that if you're giving me a quote from her, that supposedly is going to work, that it's actually working. So, okay. Copy that. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. I I'm, I'm with her on this. I mean, and I, I turned 50 in May and this, this is the first time that I'll, if I make it to the wedding day, this will be my first marriage, and uh, but I can I can tell you honestly that, that Leah was worth the wait. So uh, I would say the same for Danica that you know you you get in those scenarios and you get in those relationships and you learn from them, and uh, you know eventually that that right scenario will come around and she will say the same thing that I did. She'll say it was worth the wait. So the the best part is that you don't get committed to something that's not working, and and that's something that Danica is pretty smart and. And what she's done in motorsports and everything else, she's smart enough to know that if something's not working, that you got to make a change. So uh, I'd say she's she's doing the right thing. It goes back to those cocktails you were talking about in Lake Havasu, in which when you're younger, you just you're just trying to find what you can drink the most of and still have a fun night. And then, yeah, that's just relationships. That's racing. That's everything. When you're young, you make bad decisions. You fail forward, learn from them and then make it better in the next decade. And some of us are really good at step and repeat. So I made a, I've made, almost made a career out of that, but, uh, but I have learned the equation of the cocktail out here. So I'm, I'm very much, uh, I, I love our Bush beer, but, uh, I also like my tequila as well. And, uh, there's, there's been plenty of people here that said I had a really good time at places that I don't remember being. <laughs> at. So Tony, there's not a lot of racing in Lake Havasu. How are you going to keep track of all the racing projects you have going on if your method of operation, your headquarters in, is in Arizona? Well, we're, we're split in time here, but, but Havasu actually does have a racetrack here, which I haven't, I've been to the track, but I haven't seen in, any races on it yet. But they do have a small paved track at the edge of town, which is, uh, which is kind of exciting. Unfortunately, the races that I want to go to are also on weekends that we have big events, whether it's Leah's races in NHRA or whether it's uh, my sprint car races or our cup races. So I haven't been to, to a race here yet, but it's, you know, I think we all learned last year during COVID how to, how to operate in a totally different way than what we did before. And so much has been done with streaming. Uh, my, my all-star series, Eldora Speedway, we stream on Flow Sports. So no matter where I'm at, I'm connected to what's going on and can see what's going on and be a part of it uh, without necessarily having to be there. But we're not just in Havasu. I mean, half of the year we're in Havasu, half of the year we're, we're still in Indiana and close to my, uh, you know, I'm three hours away or two and a half hours away from Eldora Speedway when I'm home. Um, an hour away from my race shop in Brownsburg. Leah's shop is literally 
probably a half a mile from my shop is the crow flies in Brownsburg. So, uh, you know, we're, we're still, I would say, based in Indiana, but we're trying to split and, and spend as much time out west as we can as well. Do you still have your airplane that you could fly from place to place? Unfortunately, yes. That thing is a that thing. As soon as you fire it up, you look out the exhaust and it just shoots dollar bills out the back. But it, it is very essential for us to do everything that we do. And, and, and you guys know because you've been in motorsports for so long, you know, the demands on on everyone's time. My schedule before I met Leah was asinine and crazy. Her schedule was equally asinine and equally as crazy. And now you put the two of us together and our schedule is nuts. I mean, it, it, there's no way that we could do all the stuff that we're doing without having the airplane. But uh, that's also what helps give us the opportunity to take care of our sponsors and our partners and our teams and do the things that, that are necessary to make those teams operate. You guys miss me, don't you? Yes, very much. <laughs> we do, man. It's, it, it's been a couple of years, bud. Yeah, we miss you guys too, man. I, I, I can honestly say over the course of my career and, and once I got to a, whether you want to call it a semi or professional full-time professional level. This, the, you guys are the one group that I've probably had the most fun working with uh, the entire time. Oh, that's kind. Why, why is that, Tony? Because that does mean a lot to us. It reminds me of the message that we've tried to convey to people that asked, why are you doing this? How do you get the drivers to talk like this? Because we're not talking, we're not talking about the same stuff that every reporter that writes for a newspaper or that's, uh, doing the local news at six o'clock each night or 11 o'clock news each night. We're not talking about the same things. We haven't talked about one race car yet, but yet here we are as a race car driver. We've been on for roughly what, 10, 15 minutes now. And we haven't said one thing about driving a race car, owning a race car, owning a racetrack. Now it's come into the conversations, but that's not been the basis of the conversations. And I think that's what makes your show so much different. Everybody are, there's so many outlets to talk about motorsports and racing that everybody already knows what we do. They know what we drive. They know we won the SRX championship last weekend in Nashville. They know Eric Amaral and Stuart Haas racing won at Loud, New Hampshire. So the story's already been told, but talking about Havasu, talking about a golf tournament that I chemically don't remember anymore because of liquids that went down my throat and altered my mindset. Uh, those are topics that, don't get spoke about. So it, it's <laughs> what you guys do is fill in the gaps to the fans that people really, I feel like in this era really enjoy. And that's, they already know what happens on the racetrack mm -hmm. and what our reactions are and what we think about it. But it's, it's all the stories of what this group of all, all four of us, what we've done away from the racetracks and the conversations we've had outside of motorsports, but it's, but we're all tied together because of motorsports. So I think right. that's what makes us so fun for all of us. You call him Smoke. He's Tony Stewart joining us on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios. And Smoke, do you think social media is good for that or bad for that? Because sometimes we'll see drivers just go nutso on social media and get a bunch of personal fun stuff out there, and then they backtrack. And then they're like, Oop, nope, that's too much. I, I think it's a balancing act. Um, and and honestly, Leah's the responsible adult in our relationship, and she's great. If you follow her social media uh she is a one man band. I mean, she does, she does everything. And, and I, when I say that, I mean, I'm talking about everything she does in drag racing from does her social media, does her sponsorship deals, uh, manages her schedule, books, her appearances, does all of that herself. And that is something that I couldn't do, but especially the social media side, 
because of her, my social media got better. We learned how to do things better. Um, it, and it forced me. I mean, we, we have a partnership with a with an RV manufacturer with Thor Industries. And he was complimenting her social media. And basically what by the third time that he complimented her uh, in a text message to me, what he was ultimately trying to tell me is how bad my social media was. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, it when I finally the third time when the baseball bat hit me upside the head and I finally realized what he was actually trying to tell me. Um, you know, we made changes and, and, and I think social media is a huge platform, but mm -hmm. it is very, it's, it is very much a balancing act and, and it, it very much can, can, for lack of better terms, it can kill you as much as it can heal you. Um, the fans and the public love the content, but they are also the very first ones that if you step over the line, they're the very first ones to jump on top of it and knock you down. So, uh, I love it. I, I try to take, I'm not going to say a conservative approach on it, but I only show people what I want people to see. I, I'm not mm -hmm. trying to show them everything that I do in my life. I think there's a lot of things. And I, and like I said, I I've learned a lot of this from Leah, uh, her being the responsible one. There's things about our life that we don't want everybody to see and that we don't want them all to know, but there's things about our life and things that we're passionate about. Leah's got me into wake surfing and we love that. And we have a partnership with, Pro Wake and Pro Wake uh, Water Sports in Indiana because of it. Uh, the things that we do together, we like being able to show the fans that and, and show them a side of us that they don't see at the racetrack. And I think that that's like we mentioned about your show. That's the things that we like. And I think the fans really enjoy is seeing mm -hmm. different aspects that they can't see just in a typical interview on a race weekend. Tony has the explosion of social media change the fundamental core of who Tony Stewart is uh, by keeping something separate where you used to be a lot more open with your fans? Oh, I, honestly, I think it's the other way around. I, I mean, I feel like we're more open with the fans than, than we've ever had the opportunity to be because, because of social media, you know, we never really had, you know, I think for race fans to get a chance to see us, I mean, it was just like you mentioned at Sedalia, Missouri at a golf tournament. I mean, there were a lot of people that, paid a lot of money to support a charity and that got to be out on a golf course, golf course with us and at uh, silent auctions and live auctions at the end of the day. And that's where people get to see you away from the racetrack. And that was really, that was almost the only type of outlets that you had for people to see you away from the racetrack other than if they just happen to be at the right spot at the right time, where I think social media has given us all the opportunity to really, be able to control what they see, but also give them more access to what we do in our lives. But like I said, it's one thing, I think it's a lot better scenario when you have the opportunity to, to control what content's going out there versus uh, just being a free for all. But I, I think it's, I think it's actually worked in a lot of our favors to where, uh, like I mentioned, we, we can show a lot more of what we're doing with our lives. And I think we all feel a lot more comfortable because we have control of what that content is that's mm. going out these days. So let me ask you the follow-up to that. Do you like it that you're able to bypass traditional media in order to control the narrative about Tony Stewart? Well, I don't think we necessarily look at it that we're controlling it. And I, and I really don't feel like we're bypassing traditional media. Um, I feel like we still try to do the same amount. I think, I think COVID's kind of changed some of that as far as how much access we've had to, to traditional media, but I feel like the social media side is just added to it. I mean, we still, 
We still have our media requests that we do and, and our appearances that we do. And I feel like that's, that is still, I feel like there's still a portion of our fans that still thrive on that traditional media. But I also feel like it's really important for the new generation of fan. And, and some of the old school fans are learning how, I mean, my mom's learning how to get on Instagram now. My mom's in her seventies. <laughs> so it's like to think my mom's walk, looking at stuff on Instagram. I'm like, Leah, you better not wear too small of a bikini <laughs> on the lake today because my mom will see this. And the next thing I'm going to get a phone call, like, how can you let her do, which I'm joking. My mom would never right. do that. My mom love. my mom at this point loves Leah more than me. So if, we, yeah. if for some reason this relationship doesn't work out, I'm going to have to look for a new mother. What do we tell you? Always legendous. Which smoke rolls in the Freak Nation. Speaking of, we got more from Tony Stewart coming up next. But first, your Stat Man Scat. It's the Stat Man Oh, no. Many rightfully criticize NASCAR for its lack of diversity, but a giant in the sport left us Wednesday. Sam Bell Navis blazed trails in NASCAR. He was the sport's first African-American team owner. He was part of the NASCAR executive team. And if you remember Hall of Fame driver Bobby Allison's relationship with Miller Beer because of Sam Bell Navis, he managed Miller's sports marketing department when that paperwork was signed. Del Navis teamed with Travis Carter to field the number 54 Ford for Todd Bodine and the U.S. National Guard. He was the chief diversity officer and part of the ownership team at Roush Racing. Bell Navis helped launch NASCAR's Drive for Diversity. Sam Bell Navis changed an industry in the second half of his 81 years. His fingerprints are all over the sport. People like Michael Jordan and Brad Doherty stand on his shoulders as they own teams tonight. Thanks, Sam. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Fourth Freak, Tony Stewart, joining us in the Lucas Oil Studios on a Sunday night here with Speed Freaks. Statman Crash Gladys, yours truly with Smoke. And Smoke, you applaud the bad boy image that Paul Tracy took in the SRX series. Are you kidding me? He's the first driver I'm inviting back next year (laughs) for the SRX series. He has been money for it. But, but again, this is the same scenario, just like what we were talking about. I mean, I had never met Paul and we, we connected on Instagram started talking, um, got talking about SRX. I mean, we'd already sent the invitation out to him. Uh, but I had never met him and I didn't get a chance to officially meet him until we got to Stafford. And I was so excited to finally get a chance to a meet Paul Tracy, B get a chance to race against Paul Tracy. And what we saw for six weeks on the racetrack was a lot of excitement out of Paul, but I also got to spend a ton of time still at the racetrack, but in the trailers that they had for us to to get away during the afternoon when we weren't running the cars and when, when we weren't in the pit, but to get a chance to spend time with him and his fiance, Paul's a cool guy, super cool guy to hang around with and super talented race car driver. Now he's theatrical, he's controversial, but that's who Paul Tracy is. And that's, that's what we want for the series. I mean, I told everybody you couldn't have asked for a better SRX season. We had great TV ratings. We had sellout crowds. We had great racing on and off the racetrack. We got to cap off the season with a NASCAR Hall of Famer and a future Hall of Famer and his son, Chase Elliott, getting to run to see a father and son get to race each other like that at a stage like that. There were so many cool things, but you also had heroes. You had controversy. You had villains. 
and and everybody goes, well, why do you like Paul Tracy? I'm like, tell me the last time you bought a comic book that had just the hero in it, that, that didn't have a villain. They don't exist. You have to have, for, for a comic book to be successful, you have to have a hero and you have to have a villain. And that's that's what we got. I mean, we didn't know that's what we were going to get. We thought that Paul would create some fireworks on the racetrack. Had no idea he was going to play this role. But but Paul's the kind of guy that he embraced that. I mean, he he played into that. Coming t- to driver introductions at, at IRP, which I don't know if they even showed it on the broadcast, but they actually Paul actually got organized them to bring him out in a police car in handcuffs <laughs> uh, after after the crash at uh, at Eldora that got Bobby Labonte and Bill Elliott. So to play that up, and then at Nashville he goes, "Hey, make sure you listen when when they announce me." I'm like. What now? What did you do? <laughs> I told the announcer to make sure and say, you know, when, when he when he announced me to, to call me Kyle Bush, I'm, I mean, Paul Tracy. So Paul <laughs> loves that. Paul understands the entertainment side of it. And um, but Paul's a hell of a race car driver. Yeah. But the, the, the thing that people don't see is the stuff like we talked about that are behind the scenes. I mean, he is a cool guy to hang out with. A lot of fun. Very, very smart about motorsports and the whole motorsports industry. But Manny, he loves racing, and uh, you know he had a blast for six weeks. So he, like I said, he is. I can promise you, he is the first guy I am inviting back for sure next year. Before I invite myself back next year. Tony Stewart joining us on a Sunday night. That's one thing I really liked about the SRX series is the behind the scenes that maybe people didn't get to see. You inviting Marco onto your boat, taking time to really get to know these guys behind the cockpit. You spent some good time doing that with each and every driver up and down that grid. And Marco and I've been friends well before SRX. So, I mean, that wasn't anything new for us. But, you know, I, I, I think one of the aspects that I really didn't didn't even think about. I mean, I was super excited about racing with Willie T. Ribs and racing with Paul Tracy and Castro Neves. Tony Kanaan, if you can't have fun hanging around Tony Kanaan, you, you need to go see a doctor because your life basically sucks if you can't have fun hanging around him. <laughs> and we've got more from Tony Stewart. And be careful when you mention the name Danica Patrick. That's next. Speed Freaks Pits. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. 
Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back with the Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios, we continue our conversation with Tony Stewart, three-time NASCAR champion, of course, the founder of the very successful SRX Racing Series. And the one thing that he enjoyed most from that series what I didn't realize that I was going to enjoy so much was meeting Ernie Francis Jr. And getting a chance. I'd met Haley Deegan before, but getting a chance to race with Haley. Uh, But then Doug Kobe, um, uh, our star at uh, Luke Fenhouse Fenhouse at at Slinger. I had so much fun. That's the most composed 17-year-old I've ever met in my life. Doug Kobe, such a talent. Uh, Luke, such a talent. I, that was probably meeting those two guys and racing with those two guys. Uh, obviously, Bobby Santos. Um, uh, God, I'm trying to think who else we got to run with. Uh, but those young guys that were the young guns that came in, that was truly the mo- the best part of it to me during the race weekends, being able to hang out with Luke and talk to him in the trailer one-on-one, to get to know Ernie Francis, to get to – uh, know Doug Kobe and meet him. You know, I, I read the racing papers every week and you read about these guys, but to get a chance to meet them and spend time with them and really kind of hear where their head's at and, and they're young guys and, and you sit there and you talk to them and I'm, and I'm, I would sit there and smile and they're like, what are you smiling about? I'm like, I remember when I was saying the same things that you guys are saying. So for me, that was really cool <laughs> to get to meet these guys and girls and, and get a chance to race with them because, you know, my, my era is kind of at the, I'm at the end of my toward the end of my career. They're just at the start of their career. So to have an opportunity to bring guys like that in and and get a chance to race with them, that was super cool to me. Um, On top of meeting guys like Paul and Willie and getting a chance to race race with them as well. Here in the garage area here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and as you can see behind me, it's pretty freaking empty. But when Tony Stewart rolls in town, and the Sarge cracks out the Speed Freaks freaking thong. It's going to come alive. <laughs> right there, Stuart? Yeah, whatever you say. Crash Gladys and lug nuts with the thong here in the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That's dangerous, huh? 
Yeah, Crash has been borrowing your thongs. That ain't right. Well, I don't set the rules I, or make the rules. I just enforce them. Oh my God. <laughs> so, bring, so now I get to do the interviewing. Are you still wearing thongs? Not Crash. I'm not asking Crash. I knew I, I, I'm, this is a Kenny question. I mean, are you still wearing her thongs around? No, smoke. When I hit 45, I went. Uh, I went straight to boxers, buddy. You just you need to let things air out, don't you? Unfortunately, I'm. I when I got to 45, I also started realizing you have to start airing things out too. So. <laughs> Whether it be whether it be side by sides in the desert and you're sending it and airing it out over jumps or whatever, there's just things that have to get more air. So I'm sure Crash is excited too because I'm sure after you wear them, they just don't fit the same as they used nah. to when when Crash gets a hold of them. They so. don't. It, yeah, it, I'm not in this gross. conversation. person you want to see in a thong is me. Yeah. I love you so much. I purposely left you out of this part because I, 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 I mean, you can only torment so many people so many times now. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Hey, when but you then, had Smoke23.com, you sold Smoke thongs. I had them. We did. Yes. We yeah. did. And, and we we did because it was kind of a joke. But I mean, after. You know, that was still back in the day, kind of before cell phone cameras and all that came out. And we used to be able to have a lot more fun without having to worry about getting in trouble. But we had <laughs> we literally had female race fans that would bring them to the racetrack and have you sign them. And I'm like, why am I signing these? I could sell these. So we, we literally did that for a little while and, and had fun with it. <laughs> the scary thought is, I wonder how many of those still are floating around somewhere. Um, That's the question that I'm not sure. I, well, at least one. Yeah, I've, I've still got my smoke thong. I'll find it for a picture. <laughs> not in it, not in it. <laughs> oh, wait, listen, no, I'm sticking to the first answer. This we can't take that one back. No, so not in this it. is going to be great. <laughs> but what do you do? You put it on Snapchat. That way it goes away and it never comes around again. So. Yeah, says a lot of people who've been sued and their Snapchats have it. come back to haunt them. Yeah, that's, yes. that's, the one, that's the one channel that I have... Mm-hmm. Stayed away from because there's just mm-hmm. there's no good that can come mm-hmm. out of that. I feel like Tony Stewart here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios, and Smoke. There's a picture of you looking down at the car seat that we brought into Texas Motor Speedway with our four month old daughter, and you said, oh, "I am God, never right. having one of those." <laughs> Are you well, guess, you, guess what? I'm I'm getting ready to get overruled in that category. I have a feeling. <laughs> There's a headline. There, wow. yeah. Well, Kenny, well, how old were you? Uh, well, not, immediate, not immediate. I, it is a headline, but it's not an immediate headline. It go. is uh, that that ball has not been put in motion yet. Uh, the, the FedEx guy just delivered something that I'm sure is going to be expensive. Yep, yeah, that's always. the baby. That's the baby, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> then it's definitely going to. If he left it out in, the, in 113 degrees in the sun, I'm going to be really pissed off. Right. So. <laughs> Kenny, you Buddy, were wait when what? we had Henley. You were 51, 52. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. It's possible. I, I got the, the biggest thing that I'm freaked out about on the baby side is I'm going to be that, and, and you're in the same boat here, but you're just going to be earlier than me. I'm going to be that guy at my kid's high school graduation. <laughs> Whenever this happens, however many years down the road this happens, I'm going to be the guy at the graduation that the other kids that haven't met me go, oh, your grandfather came. Yes. That's so sweet. <laughs> And tell these little rat bastards they can kiss my ass. So, get your diploma and get out. So I'm so changing Henley's diaper it. when she's two or three months old, and yeah. the guy in the bathroom says, "Isn't it great that you can return your your granddaughter to her her mom?" I said, "This is my daughter, you happy bastard. Oh, Settle that's down. That's when you Jack. throw the diaper in his face. 
Exactly. I am trying to uphold a Stuart tradition right now. My father did not change one single diaper between myself and my sister. And Leah and I have had this debate. And I said, I am not doing this. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just not doing it. But then I'm listening to her in conversations with other women. And she, and the, the phrase that always catches my ear the most when they're talking about kids is Leah goes, you have to do that. That's the one that scares me the most right now. So it's, it's, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I have a feeling I'm going to get roped into a lot more than what I really want to do. But let's go back to the car seat. When that happened, I sat there. I felt bad for crash because I'm like, she is stuck with him. He has reproduced and created this, whatever this is going to be. The Kenny side is, is instilled in this child, and this poor child is going to have a very, very tough life with this background. I mean, think about this. Her dad, for years, wore thongs. So I mean, <laughs> you already see the challenges that are in place here in the uphill battle this kid's going to have to go through. Will you, cut the umbil- will you cut the umbilical cord of your, your baby? Absolutely not. So well, that's exactly I, what Kenny said. Kenny, that's what you said, too, and then you did. Wait, I'm – oh, I have a – listen – I, you know me. I'm a thinker. I'm a planner. I strategize about things. I have a plan. I've got a small cooler. I will be in the lobby watching Sports Center. I'll have beverages. I'll have snacks. And after that kid comes out, they can cut the cord. They can run through the little car wash thing, clean it off, polish it up. When it's done, I'll come in, spend as much time as we can. But I am not going to be in there before that, or they will have to have two beds because I'll pass out on the floor. Yeah, that's, I can't yeah. even get I can't even get blood drawn without almost fainting every time. So how, oh. I don't know how I could be in that room. There's no way. And then she's like, well, there's no big deal. They put a sheet up. Well, that's great. You're on the same side of the sheet that I'm going to be on. Mm-hmm. You're going to blame me for all the pain that you're having. <laughs> you're going to want me to hold your hand. <laughs> Leah used to be a boxer in her teens that people <laughs> don't really realize. I'm going to get hit. I'm going to get my hand broke. It's going to get mm. crushed. There's no good being in that room for me, watching my spouse be in that much pain. So I'll be in the lobby, whatever happened last night on the ball games, I'll get the recap. I'm sure they'll have some nice waiting room music I can listen to, have my beverages, have my snacks. That's what mothers and mother-in-laws and best friends are for. They can go in and, and do that stuff. I'll be out where it's safe and sound and I can ensure that I will be fine. I can't wait to replay this. Yeah, you'll the be the you'll be the first one in the room telling the doctor where to go and how to get there you and why. You lost your mind if you think that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm telling you, let's start the betting right now. I think we should okay. I think we Good. should lock in on the bet right now and then we can play this back and then I want to I'm going to get paid on this. I will not be in that room. Crap. I we bet have money you coming. will be in the room. Tony, I was as strong as you were about not being mm-hmm. a part of it, man, but it's remarkable, Broham, watching – well, don't be, don't be the catcher. Be up top. No. You, you know, you know. <laughs> Listen, I don't even want to be – I don't even want to be the guy in the dugout giving the signs to you know, and sitting there talking about what we're doing next year. Uh-uh. I don't want anything to do with that. I'm telling yeah. you, my, the best place for me is to be out in the lobby. I, it's, it's just being in that room is not for everybody. And, and I hate true. to say it, I feel like a weak – man and a weak spouse or potential spouse at this point. 
but I feel like a weak partner not being in there, but I know my role and I know my capabilities. This is like sitting there driving a race car and holding it wide open, going in the corner, knowing damn well, you're going to crash if you go in there wide open. That's what's <laughs> going to happen if I go in that room. I, I will be out like a light. And they'll be tripping over me trying to catch the kid. And if the kid falls on the floor because the doctor tripped, then it's going to be my fault again. So see, there's just none of this makes sense. None of this is adding up for me to be there. Yeah, just in the middle of the contraction in the labor room, when she looks up at you and grabs you by the throat and says, you'll Listen, never do this to me again. Throat. I just yeah. hope it's my throat she grabs. The way you held your hand is very realistic on what's going to get held and what's going to get grabbed yeah. and squeezed at that yeah. point. Now she'll, you realize, she'll... see, this is, this is just proving my point of why the lobby is a safe place. So... And she'll, when she screams, you'll never do this to me again. You won't have any time to think about if you're in the lobby. Then maybe that's a smart move. I won't even have to worry about doing it again. She will have everything she needs to keep that from happening in her hand at that time. So <laughs> I'm true. not going to have I'm not going to have yes. control at that at that point. So. Smoke. If you are not in the birthing room when Leah has her first baby. Uh, I will be surprised. I bet you that you will. If I lose, I will wear a smoke thong. Do you? Oh, if, smoke thong to dinner. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> ooh. At St. Elmo's. Right. At St. Elmo's, yes. Okay. Uh, if I win, uh, you're inviting me, Crash, Stat, to your abode in Lake Havasu to throw down and vomit on a large boat. I don't have a large boat there, but yes, that's, that is a deal. I am, Wait, we are faking on this right now. Try, you're a lefty. Aren't you? We're all, it doesn't matter. We're, we're all crossed <laughs> up anyway. It doesn't matter what hand we got. We've already covered that part. Yes, that is a deal. So all right. if, I, if I stick to my plan in the lobby with my cooler, drinks and snacks and come out after the car wash is done, you're wearing a smoke thong to St. Elmo's. This is going to be the greatest thing in the world because we're going to have social media. We're going to have traditional right. media. This is going to be nationwide coverage of this. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're going to do it on Indy 500 weekend too, Kenny. So it's oh going to my be, God. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. Oh, wow. Wow. What? Wow. Look at Kenny. We're going to do it on Indy 500. And for people that haven't been to St. Elmo's, it's a very classy, uh, awesome restaurant in downtown Indianapolis. But they do a very good job of keeping the lights really low. I am going to bring every portable light you can possibly imagine while you walk through there to where everybody goes, what in the hell is going on here? Oh, God. To see this spectacle. Wow. They're going to think on Sunday of the 500, it's the greatest spectacle in racing, and we're going to trump that with the greatest spectacle in racing the night before. Any walking through St. Elmo's. It'll take. be a full moon. Well. Smoke, yeah. <laughs> listen to me, man. I've, I've known Leah for almost 20 freaking years, and I, I've got an end with Leah that uh, maybe I'll help her oh. persuade you that you need listen. to be. In, what? Like I said, I'm a planner. I'm a thinker. I'm all, I already know where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. I've already thought about this. There is a point in this equation where she is on a bed, and she's not getting up and walking out in the lobby to say, get your ass in here. She's there. And that's where she's going to be till it's done. I have a strategy. I've thought about this. I have friends in the medical industry. Mm. I have a plan. You're going to look great in your thong. I suggest you start doing some workouts to tighten your cheeks up a little bit mm-hmm. there so you look good in it. I don't want you looking flabby. I don't want you looking sloppy. It's advertising. Represent well. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. If that if that happens, you got to be at the table waiting on me to eat. Oh, I'm going to eat with you. Okay. 
I'm not ashamed of you. Man, how do we end perfect, this? Perfect, perfect. Wow. How do we end this? <laughs> this this never ends, bud. This uh-uh. never ends. Take it to Twitter. Oh my god! <laughs> it's for the kids. For the kids. It's for the kids, bud. It's for the kids. I'm gonna go to uh, have lunch here, and Leah's gonna go. Why are you getting a shot? I said it's for the kids. <laughs> yes, always, always. <laughs> Fun. I, I'm All still right, suffering from that crown royal that was Drake on that court. There were cases of oh, crown, Tony. Just stop I it. What's in our bar? What's in our bar right over here? It's, it's crown. The, it's a bunch of crown. You're not suffering. I'm trying to look over on our very small bar here in Havasu, and it's yeah. Well, now we have Tony's tea with uh, Dixie oh, vodka. Bastard, dude. I gotta try some of that. Where, is, it is that available everywhere? nationwide? It's, it's just getting ready to come out, so okay. it's. It's uh, iced tea, lemonade, and vodka prepackaged. And it is, the great thing about it is you can sit there, you know, like I love, I love my beer, but I can't drink beer all day long. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, you feel bad after a while. Especially not in Arizona when it's this hot. And this is perfect for Arizona. Okay. So you will love it. It's, you can Mm -hmm. sit there and sip on them all day long and, and be happy as a clam. Who's uh, manufacturing and distributing that? Dixie Vodka. Oh, Dixie, right. All right, cool. Well, look at ass. All right. It, so it's about to come out. We should uh, we should hit that up then. Yeah, well, as soon as uh, well, you'll know. We have social yeah. media and stuff. As soon as yeah. it's out, out, everybody's going to know because I'll I'll be guiding people in their respective areas where they can purchase it. But I yeah. I never was a big vodka guy, and it's. I have cases of it now. It's it's mm-hmm. they went through their first uh, round of, I don't know, for lack of better terms, bottling, I guess, or packaging. So I got a bunch of it sent to the house, and and it is perfect for being on the boat. Bam! So, All right, good. Taking it That's- to the racetrack when it's hot, on the boat when it's hot, uh, on a beach, on yeah. At the there, there's a lot of beverages that in the winter taste good, but in the summer they don't. This is one that is going to taste good all year round. So Your I'm, birthing drink of choice, Tony's Tea. It will be in my cooler out in the lobby. So. All right, brother. Later. All right, guys. We appreciate it. All Take right. care. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Looking forward to this. Graham Rahal, part of the Wacka Squirrel drive at Laguna Seca. What are we calling that raceway now? WeatherTech Laguna Seca Raceway brought to you by uh, Squirrel.com. What the hell is that raceway called? And what are we, do we just still call it Laguna Seca, Stat Crash? Yes. I do. Uh, yeah. The people at WeatherTech. Don't like that. <laughs> Just like the people at Mazda didn't like it before. 
Yeah, but we called it Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca when we were sponsored by Mazda. Yes, we did, didn't we? (laughs) Uh, Again, second hour of the Freaks coming up. And I I bring up this whack-a-squirrel like a -a whack-a-mole because according to social media posts and drivers, there's been a crap load of squirrels hitting the track because according to reports crashed at there haven't been a there has not been a whole lot of action on that track up until IndyCar heading there for testing. And these squirrels are evidently coming out of their holes going, What the hell's going on? <laughs> and now the population has been reduced. So Yes. I mean, remember, sports cars raced there in the fall last year, so it's not like there's been zero activity since COVID broke out. And there's still been some historic events, but apparently the IndyCars just did something to the eardrums of the squirrels or or whatever, got them all kooky, and they were trying to cross the track, and clearly they could not. (laughs) So Graham Rahal, IndyCar Series pilot, chasing his first freaking championship, will be joining us coming up this hour. And... Highlights from our 40-plus minutes of Tony Stewart uh, will also be a part of this hour. Uh, Statman, we were talking about whack-a-mole and whack-a-squirrel. Uh, we know your affinity for, okay, your lack of affinity for cats. Do you hate squirrels <laughs> as much as you hate cats? <laughs> uh, uh, squirrels are like furry rats. I mean, you know, I mean, they squirrels are... <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know what squirrels are good for. I mean, they're cute, uh, and I guess they run across the road. And uh, I know on my motorcycle, squirrel guts could take you down as quick as anything. So, you know, I don't, I, I you know, a good floppy dog. What's wrong with that? You know, just laying on the ground and wrestling with a, 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 a dog. Is that right. the best? That's the best afternoon you could have. You wouldn't go toe to toe with a squirrel. <laughs> I <laughs> nose to nose, nut to nut. I'm, what I mean is the nuts in the Whoa. mouth. I mean nuts in the mouth. I definitely wouldn't go uh, <laughs> nose to nose. Squirrels are evil things, you know. They could, if you get close to them and they feel threatened, they'll come. You know, they'll respond. Imagine if you were. A, a five foot person and somebody 35 foot tall comes along and sticks his <laughs> nose in your face. You, you'd get in whatever you could to defend yourself. I mean, that's and just no, by nose, you mean the nose of an Indy car and no, there's no defense of that. Yeah. No, the nose of an Indy car. I mean, if you're just cool, imagine if you're, Joe Squirrel and you. Oh, this is two imagines in in one five minutes period. All right, go ahead, Stat. Go ahead. Suddenly, Joe and Josephine are walking along across Laguna Seca, and you know Joe is whispering sweet nothings to Josephine, and on the corkscrew. Yeah, and and the corkscrew, and all of a sudden, Newgarden comes along and grabs a gear, and all the you know. Joe's best line of the week is wrapped away in some crazy in, in shift from third to fourth. You know, come on. But it's Romeo and Juliet. They go out together. Hey, it's kind of romantic. Listen, one, we got one minute here. Crasher, that's my big beef with IndyCar and freaking Turbo. It's a snail mm. in freaking Turbo. They're supposed to be the epitome of an IndyCar. No, make. I would accept a squirrel. That runs in the IndyCar series and the Indy 500, not a freaking snail. Mm. I would have, 
what, right? Wouldn't you accept a squirrel more than a freaking snail for turbo epitomizing the, the dedication it takes to make the Indy 500 a freaking snail? No, a squirrel. Grab my nuts and go. Whoa. Right? Whoa. Now that's a pit stop line. Put that on the pit board. Grab yeah. your nuts and go. Time to grab your nuts and go. Make it in 12 seconds there, Earl. And we're also getting back to Tony Stewart in the first hour when he said, Statman, just how you had your hand right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Going to get into some Crash Gladys spit news and notes and resume with some affiliates. Coming up. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here at the Freak Nation. Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Sirius XM, TuneIn, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud. You can take us anywhere, Freak Nation. No excuses. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Tony Stewart coming up in moments, baby. Be sure to check out GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com to find the tire for that F-150. That's sedan. What about a sports car? That's right. General Tire has the rubber for your ride. Do what the freaks do and roll on General Tires. Crasher? Hey, guess what? Did you know that we're now officially six months to the day away from Christmas? Just thought I'd throw that out there because... I've received no less than freaking 50 sales emails today reminding me of such a fact. Yeah, well, Christmas in July was quite merry for some winners on the racing weekend. Let's start with Formula E in London. Hometown drivers captured both wins. First, Andretti's Jake Dennis with the E-Pre Race 1 triumph. And then for his first win ever in the series, Mahindra's Alex Lynn crushing it in Race 2. Staying on the Formula side of things, IndyCar's silly season got off to a wild start when Indy 500 winning team Meyer Shank Racing announced that not only would Elio Castroneves be in a full-time seat in 2022, but Jack Harvey has elected not to come back. The rumors are swirling that he will land at Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing, so when we have Graham Rahal on in a bit, you know we'll ask him about just that. Trans Am was at Portland Raceway this weekend for their West Coast Series, and again, the edge seemingly going to the hometowners. Well, at least for the poll for Brad McAllister, the race win, also in his first TA2, event win. It went to Jeff Holden. NHRA raced part two of three in their West Coast swing up in beautiful Sonoma. Karen Stouffer rode to the Wally win in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Aaron Stanfield taking the win in Pro Stock. Robert Height was victorious in Funny Car to prevent Matt Hagen from any shot at the West Coast swing sweep. And then Steve Torrance added another Wally to his connection when he caught Leah Pruitt sleeping at the line in top fuel. Hopefully, Tony Stewart doesn't put too much pressure on his future wife to wake the freak up. And really the only news of note to mention in the NASCAR ranks this week because, well, we don't want to talk about Kyle Busch and his beach thong too much, right? I'm serious with these vacation photos, people. The Hendrick team faced some serious penalties due to Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman's engine allocations last week being mishandled. It was pretty severe. We'll discuss that in depth later in the show. As promised, a good 40 minutes with Smoke, three-time NASCAR champion and fiance of Leah Pruitt, coming up. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right, keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Aw, fresh vanilla on the rocky road. Chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop, that is. Scoop, that is. Scoop, that is. Scoop, that is. Scoop, shakalaka, 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 shakalaka. Scoop, shakalaka, 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 Geico, switch today and see all the ways you could save. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Twenty-one years, Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Be a part of this big old thing. The website, speedfreaks.tv, Facebook, Instagram, we're there for you, of course, on Twitter at Speed Freaks. Graham Rahal joining us. Here in the Freak Nation, a couple of weeks off. Actually, is it three weeks off, Graham Ray Hall? You actually have off from racing, or is it four? I think it's I think it's closer to a whole month actually, but uh, it's been it's been nice, you know. I mean, I think our schedule's been so busy in IndyCar to get going that you know that it has been kind of refreshing. I think for everybody to get a little break here, um, it's lasting a little longer than maybe everybody would want at this stage. Um, but with the Olympics and with everything with NBC, we you know there's really no choice. Um, they're they're all hands hands on deck over in Tokyo, 
And so here we are. Graham Rahal, IndyCar Series pilot, getting set for Nashville, uh, coming up in August, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And with these almost four weeks off, you look at your Twitter timeline, it looks like IndyCar just might be the the second-tier job for you. Bro, you are involved in so many different things, whether it's ch- uh, charity events, a Ducati dealership, uh, talking to vineyards. Are you a driver still? Uh, yeah, no, that's job one. Yeah. Uh, the rest is, is – well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Uh, my, my little girl's job one. Yeah, baby. The rest <laughs> is, is, is two, three, four, five, whatever. But nice uh, recovery. No, I mean, uh, IndyCar is certainly the focus. Um, you know, but as I've told many people, I think in racing, you have to be smarter than, than to think that the racing is where, where you're always going to lie because, um, you know, you got, you got to be ready for the music to stop at some point. And while I'm still only 32, you know, I've been thinking, thinking ahead for a while and, so yeah, you know, the performance facility, which is also a dealership, whether it be the, you know, the Ducati dealership, obviously our foundation is a big part of what we do, but that's, you know, to me, that's not necessarily work. It's, uh, it's kind of an added, uh, bonus that we are able to, you know, kind of get, uh, be able to raise a lot of money and, and do the things that we do. So yeah, we've been out in, uh, Sonoma, um, planning our, our, fall event we used to only do one event which is the golf tournament and now we're expanding that to have a fall event which will be vino for vets um which we're looking forward to so it should be cool graham Rahal joining us here in the freak nation on a sunday night i did not plan to ask this question but it, it's now got me curious how did this whole support the troops turns for troops go or how did it start with you guys was it united rentals coming to you or was this the foundation a a different foundation coming to you guys or you coming up with this all on your own because you've really taken it over the last couple of years and run with it no it's um you know really it began with uh we had our foundation and the things that we were doing were um you know slightly different our focuses we always had you know military ties but it was always uh, slightly different the groups that we supported and when united rentals came along uh they they really pushed turns for troops and uh you know we couldn't have been more thankful because as you guys know you know there's a lot of companies that come into this and sponsor cars and it lasts for a little while and then you know whatever but in this case with them um they are undoubtedly the most charitable group of people i have ever been around and uh that's not a sales pitch that's the truth uh, and they they're the ones who said hey we're gonna do this and let we think we should just throw in an extra couple hundred grand a year to go to charity. And w- the way that we did that is by the laps that we turn. And then from the laps that we turn, it turned into a dinner conversation and me said, Oh yeah, you know, I used to have a golf tournament and they go, well, how much does that cost to start up? Well, here's what it costs. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Three months later, we had the golf tournament added. And then, you know, now here we are, they're the presenting sponsor of Vino for Vets. So United Rentals is just, I, I honestly, I mean, what we've given over just about a million dollars now um, to veterans over the last few years, and uh, you know that that's not demanded of them. It uh, it certainly is just awesome that they wanted to participate and brought this concept, and off we went. That actually, to me, sounds like old school sponsorship from IndyCar from the '80s and '90s. How things would just grow so organically. Are we kind of getting back to that in the in, in the sport of IndyCar? Well, we're getting closer. I mean, we're getting closer, you know, for the first time, I think, you know, on the RLL team, you know, you're going to have fully funded, uh, you know, two car team, uh, maybe even a third, uh, you know, with, with 
without a driver needing to bring any dough. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's, a, that's different. <laughs> that's different than what we've had in recent times. So, yes, I, I do think that we're, uh, everything is improving. Um, we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. There's a lot of excitement and energy within the sport. And, um, you know, I, I, I do think things are getting vastly better, which is, you know, a nice sign for all of us to see. But it's taken a lot of work. But I, I will say, too, that, you know, guys like Roger, um, you know, having Roger uh, and his influence on the sport is helping tremendously. Uh, Jay continues to do a good job. The new TV package is going to be great for us. I mean, I know uh, it's NBC, and uh, a lot of people wanted to see a change just because people want change. Uh, but the truth of the matter is getting 13 races on the main network, you know, NBC channel is massive. Yes. Um, it's massive. It's well, far more, I believe, than what NASCAR has on there. So, you know, I, I think there were things are really headed down the right path. And that's intriguing. I mean, sponsors are, are, are calling. I don't know what else to say. Sponsors are coming back. IndyCar Series driver Graham Rahal taking some time off, sharing it with the freaks. Graham, let's go back to that third car. Would that by any chance happen to be for Jack Harvey? Oh, I can't comment on anything, you know, with, <laughs> in regards to that. I, I know that Dad's been working on a bunch of different stuff, honestly, um, a lot. And so uh, I, I, God knows, you know, what's going to end up happening and who's going where and all that stuff. But it is funny. I mean, obviously seeing that jack bit the other day and then, you know, just getting drivers starting to blow up my phone. You know, I'm like, guys, I, you're talking to the wrong dude. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not the uh, driver hiring department here. But uh, but it is interesting because there's there's more change, I think, in the sport and more opportunity than people had anticipated. And so, uh, you know, to see that pop up, I think all of us were a little bit surprised because Jack's been with, with Shank for so long. Uh, I think the expectation is just that he's with Shank. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Graham, we still call it Laguna Seca. You had some testing there earlier. The stories are that some of the squirrels that live there at the track might have been a little surprised by the IndyCars testing there, and some might have met their demise. Any truth in that? Oh, man. We killed about 100 of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not proud of that, but they were very unwise squirrels out there um they i I, they literally you'd be like turning in and they just run straight out they look at you they just watch you and just run right out in front of you it's like what what is happening but yes yes it's true there was it was a bad day to be a squirrel in monterey that being said, Graham, couldn't it be true that those squirrels, as silly as it might sound, couldn't they cause some major issues in IndyCar? <laughs> well, luckily, the squirrels there were pretty small, um, so they didn't. But you're right. I mean, particularly on a race weekend, I mean, you can't be having that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely is not what we're what, what we're going for. So, yes, I mean, it would cause a you know, quite, quite an issue in a race weekend. So, but I, I also think that on a race weekend, there's so many more people, you know, just around that, you know, that, that helps kind of disperse them. Whereas, you know, in a test like that, there's no, you know, it's us, there's nobody really hanging around. Um, and so I think that's, that is a little different. Well, we'll be looking forward to come September, NBC, NBC Sports covering the squirrel content because that is clearly what Twitter wants to see these days. Squirrels obsessed with Uncrustables and squirrels and God knows what else, but obviously people are bored. (laughs) Yes. Graham Rahal, IndyCar pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios. 
And let's touch more on TV because that was a great announcement to come out recently. And I remember you, I don't know how many years ago it was, I want to say six or eight even, you were at the forefront of promoting streaming and possibly YouTube as a future TV partner and and maybe, or maybe it was another online or app or something, but you, you've always been forward thinking in where TV was going to go. We have two races in next year's contract moving forward. They're going to be exclusively streamed on Peacock. Your thoughts on that. And how do you think we can get more of that to attract even a younger audience? Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I do think it's a good thing because I, I just feel that, you know, particularly me with the amount I travel, you know, I, I just go to YouTube TV or I'll click over to the NBC Sports app or I'll click on Peacock or whatever it may be. And that's, that is how I watch my, you know, my sport. That is how I watch most everything I do. So, you know, to me, um, I, I don't know, you know, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like it's a good move. I feel like we're headed down the right path. Is it maybe slightly early for most people's taste? You know, maybe, right? And what I mean by that is like, you still see all the haters that want to hate and they're going to complain about it and say, oh, that it's, you know, oh, well, we can't find it or whatever it may be. I mean, I, I, I that's, that's, in my opinion, that's wrong, you know, but they're still going to find a reason to be upset. And, and I, and I get that. So, um, having said that, you know, to me, I think that it, it is good timing. And what's more impactful than that is the amount of races on NBC proper, as I said, because that is where, you know, in, in my opinion, it, it's really positive. Because being on NBC, if you look at our ratings this year, you know, the ratings on NBC have been really good, um, like way up over what we've done before. <laughs> and honestly, not that far off of NASCAR, which is probably making them sweat a little bit. Um because still budget to budget, NASCAR is far, far more expensive for the sponsors to come and play than IndyCar. So I think that that's probably a little uh, eye-opening, you know, for them. And for us to get 13 NBC races is far more impactful than having two Peacocks. Um, because, you know, ordinarily, like it or love it, hate it, whatever. I know I hate it. Ordinarily, we get shoved, you know, one or two races a year end up on USA Network or something that nobody can find anyway. So at least on Peacock, it's very set in stone and you know where you're going. I think that's a positive. And it lays the groundwork for what will be coming up in the next, who knows, 5, 10, 15 years. I I agree. I think it it is the way of the future. Streaming is going to be the way of the future. Um, It's the way of now, really. But I think there's just still some people that need to, uh, you know, adapt to that. And um, it'll be good. Graham Rahal, IndyCar Series pilot, father of Harlan joining us here in the Freak Nation. We spent a good 45 minutes with Tony Stewart recently and kind of broke some news about uh, he and Leah's future plans and having babies. And Tony Stewart is uh, adamant about not cutting the umbilical cord of his first baby. Did Graham Rahal cut the umbilical cord of Harlan? I did. Nice. Yeah. I did. And I did not see this news, but uh, I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, Oh, it's not official you know, I'm not, yet. I'm not saying no, no, they're no. pregnant. No, 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 I'm just they're saying not pregnant. when they do try to get pregnant. It was just funny to hear him well, talk about it. Well, it's got to be soon, it. though, because, you know, if you think I, I'm not saying she's old because she's not. But, I mean, you know, it's there is a time clock, unfortunately, as we all know, <laughs> a little bit. And um, so I'm sure that, that that probably isn't as far away as people may think. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I jumped in, man. 
I was all in. Nice. I, des- I was all in. I described cutting the umbilical cord. It's still as fresh to me as it was the first time it went, well, first time, the only time it happened seven years ago. It, it was like cutting a, a cooked piece of asparagus. Oh, God. It is weird. It's, it, yeah, it was a very strange yeah. uh, uh, moment in life. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I didn't know what else to think. To be honest, I, I was, uh, having a little baby girl, you know, my eyes may have been leaking a little bit. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, it was just all like in that moment. I, I don't, I, it was kind of a blur, <laughs> a little bit of a blur <laughs> for me. Uh, but yes, I jumped in there. I mean, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, as a dad, you, you've got to, you got to help through the whole process and help make it easier because it's a pretty intense period of time there for sure. Well, gee, uh, Enjoy your time off. We're looking forward to Nashville and putting a putting a hell of an impression on those folks there, and looking forward to a long long tenure there in Nashville. Absolutely, no, I appreciate it. it. Should be that should be a knockout. You know, we've all been to great great street races and great races in general, but if Nashville can't be a success, nothing can be a success. So we'll see how it goes. Yes. Thanks, Graham. All right, thank you guys. And coming up next, does the penalty fit the crime in NASCAR? That's next. Lucas Oil Studio, Speed Freaks Pits. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, 21 years of doing this thing. Yes, Lucas Oil Studio. Speaking of, product spotlight of the week with Lucas Oil, synthetic four-stroke side-by-side engine oil. If you're listening to us on our Phoenix affiliate, Fox Sports 910, you know there's a whole lot of side-by-side four-wheeling going on out here in the desert. Might I suggest you roll with Lucas Oil's synthetic four-stroke side-by-side, suitable for the use in all popular side-by-side makes, available in every common viscosity grade, you name it, they got it. Race-proven engine oil formulation. There's nobody better than Lucas Oil's synthetic four-stroke side-by-side engine oil. For more information, go to lucasoil.com. Com. Now, we talked a little bit about this going into break, about the penalties that came down with Hendrick Motorsports. And the more the three of us looked into it, I think the more questions that we have. And if you didn't hear about the, the points penalty and financial penalty with Hendrick, uh, the synopsis is Hendrick's Motorsports, they were hit with a two-race you know, hit with a two race. No, let me back up a second here, guys. Let me just pick this up again. I am in the wrong section. Here we go. Now, if you're not familiar with the story, uh, on Thursday, NASCAR announced that Hendrick Motorsports, the number nine and number 48, those teams have been issued a level one penalty due to violations, of course, with NASCAR's rule book. And it has everything to do with engine assembly. Per a statement by Hendrick Motorsports, the sealed engine that had been allocated to Chase Elliott's car, follow me here, was mistakenly installed into Alex Bowman's car, a violation of a NASCAR rule stating that a sealed engine must be used in the same vehicle number the next time it is used. Stat, what what are they trying to prevent with this rule? I don't have any idea. I tried to understand what's going on. Maybe if... Uh, Kyle Larson is having a lot of success. And what if Kyle Larson's engine ends up in Bowman's uh, car and uh, to try to make him faster? 
maybe that's what they're trying to prevent. Uh, but I, this, this is obscurity in the utmost. You'd think that all the engines out of the engine shop would be the same, but NASCAR is trying to, they came up with a rule to make sure that only one car gets an engine assigned to it. I get the cost-saving measures intended behind this because yeah, clearly everything changed when COVID hit and, and things worked on the the downhill spiral of changing cost-wise for many, many years. I get that part of it. But if this was such a severe penalty, why hasn't more been made of this since the beginning of this implementation in the beginning of 2020? It's, I mean, we have executives that are suspended. That seems very harsh for something that could truly be an accident. You think it's cost savings? I don't think it's cost savings. I That's think what NASCAR is saying it was intended to be, a cost-cutting measure designed to save teams money on engine building. I think it's a, a competitive balance issue. That could be the under, yeah. Which, that could, which be could be cost-saving, frankly, yeah. if yeah. you look at it that way. Now, what about this? I, I, this That just reminded me, what about... Let's say you're right. Let's say Kyle Larson, for whatever reason, his engines are just cooking. Like you saw that five, six-week span are just cooking. They've got something going on with his engines, and he's already in the chase. But one of one of Hendrick's teams is not in the chase. They think, hmm, let's put one of Kyle Larson's engines in the 48 or another Hendrick team that isn't in the chase to hopefully get him in the chase with a race win or at least help him finish better than the than the 25th average spot that he's been or she's been finishing could that or is that me just looking for a reason why to do this yeah i think that's i think that's the main thing is that to try to make it competitive balance and if somebody takes off then well let's put his engines in everybody's car uh, I think that's I think that's the main thing. Whether it's a cost savings, I don't know. I don't know how it can be. I mean, the in, engines. If a hundred engines come out of the engine shop and their horsepower is all within a, a twenty-five horsepower window, more or less, uh, I think that uh, or ten horsepower, twenty-five is a bit much. I don't see it as anything more than a competitive balance. Would it be like Giancarlo Stanton saying, you know what? These are the bats that I use. I don't want any other bitch on the Yankees touching my freaking bats. But Aaron Judge says, you know what? I need to, I need to improve my batting. There's a problem that I've got with my current bats. Giancarlo, can I use your freaking bats? What would, what would Major League Baseball – no, you cannot use those bats specifically designed and, and waited for Giancarlo Stanton. I know I'm reaching for that. Or what if the That's footballs? Similar. What if the footballs have an extra pound of air in them? Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, they're, and they're harder or softer. And one quarterback likes it one way, and you know, I mean that which is that true. might cause a little bit of a problem in the football world, mm -hmm. right? Oh, you did not go there. <laughs> but again, the the extremes of the penalties is bonkers, but. Those at Hendrick Motorsports, they're just basically saying, oops, it was an administrative error. Okay. I don't know how you can – how you, when you have a stack of nine engines over here, you have a stack of 48 engines over here, when you see someone go over there to grab that one of the stack of nine engines and take it to the 48, sorry. 
as we know, every team in NASCAR cheats. It's just to the point of what they can get away with. And they got their ass handed to them with 25-point penalties for both driver, owner standings, and as you said, Crasher, the director of track engine support, Scott Maxim, and Hendrick general manager, Jeff Andrews, were both suspended for the upcoming Watkins Glen race here in, what, two or three weeks. So they got a three-week vacation. Big Bam, game. right? Yeah, it's good. Kind of nice. At it. And, and how do you suspend a general? It's like when I when suspending a coach or a, a team owner, you don't suspend. Uh, no sense. <laughs> They're there. Just not there. Coming up next, we're going to highlight the 42 minutes with Tony Stewart with about uh, 16, 17 minutes of nothing but gold from the three-time NASCAR champion, he joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motor Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV TV and MAV TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24 7, 365. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. 
General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, you miss any of the show? Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have the full Tony Stewart interview up on the website coming up tomorrow morning. And a highlight, Tony Stewart, your three-time NASCAR champion, engaged to Leah Pruitt, top fuel driver. But one thing you shouldn't mention to Tony is a former female driver in both IndyCar and NASCAR. I think Danica Patrick taught us all the phrase many, many years ago, happy wife, happy life. Yes. And how's that that working out for her? Oh. (laughs) Wait, I didn't mean to go there. Just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just trying to make sure... I want to make sure that if you're giving me a quote from her that supposedly is going to work, that it's actually working. So, okay, copy that. <laughs> hey, here's the thing: I I'm I'm with her on this. I mean, and I, I turned 50 in May, and this this is the first time that I'll if I make it to the wedding day, this will be my first marriage. And uh, but I can I can tell you honestly that that Leah was worth the wait. So uh, I would say the same for Danica that you know you you get in those scenarios and you get in those relationships and you learn from them. And, uh, you know, eventually that, that right scenario will come around and she will say the same thing that I did. She'll say it was worth the wait. So the the best part is that you don't get committed to something that's not working. And, and that's something that Danica is pretty smart and, and what she's done in motorsports and everything else. She's smart enough to know that if something's not working, that you got to make a change. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I'd say she's, she's doing the right thing. It goes back to those cocktails you were talking about in Lake Havasu, in which when you're younger, you just you're just trying to find what you can drink the most of and still have a fun night. And then, yeah, that's just relationships. That's racing. That's everything. When you're young, you make bad decisions. You fail forward, learn from them and then make it better in the next decade. And some of us are really good at step and repeat. So I made it I've almost made a career out of that. But uh, but I have learned the equation of the cocktail out here. So I'm I'm very much. Uh, I, I love our bush beer, but uh, I also like my tequila as well. And uh, there's there's been plenty of people here that said I had a really good time at places that I don't remember being <laughs> at. So, Tony, there's not a lot of racing in Lake Havasu. How are you going to keep track of all the racing projects you have going on if your method of operation, your headquarters in, is in Arizona? Well, we're we're splitting time here, but but Havasu actually does have a racetrack here, which I haven't I've been to the track, but I haven't seen in, any races on it yet. But they do have a small paved track at the edge of town, which is uh, which is kind of exciting. Unfortunately, the races that I want to go to are also on weekends that we have big events, whether it's Leah's races in NHRA or whether it's uh, my sprint car races or our cup races. So I haven't been to to a race here yet, but it's. You know, I think we all learned last year during COVID how to how to operate in a totally different way than what we did before. And so much has been done with streaming. Uh, my my All Star Series Eldora Speedway, we stream on Flow Sports. So no matter where I'm at, I'm connected to what's going on and can see what's going on and be a part of it uh, without necessarily having to be there. But we're not just in Havasu. I mean, half of the year we're in Havasu, half of the year we're we're still in Indiana and close to my. Uh, you know, I'm three hours away or two and a half hours away from Eldora Speedway when I'm home, um, an hour away from my race shop in Brownsburg. Leah's shop is literally uh, probably a half a mile from my shop as the crow flies in Brownsburg. 
So, uh, you know, we're, we're still, I would say, based in Indiana, but we're trying to split and, and spend as much time out west as we can as well. Do you still have your airplane that you could fly from place to place? Unfortunately, yes. That thing is a, that thing, as soon as you fire it up, you look out the exhaust and it just shoots dollar bills out the back. But it, it is very essential for us to do everything that we do. And, and, and you guys know, because you've been in motorsports for so long, you know the demands on, on everyone's time. My schedule before I met Leah was asinine and crazy. Her schedule was equally asinine and equally as crazy. And now you put the two of us together and our schedule is nuts. I mean, it, it, there's no way that we could do all the stuff that we're doing without having the airplane. But uh, that's also what helps give us the opportunity to take care of our sponsors and our partners and our teams and do the things that, that are necessary to make those teams operate. You guys miss me, don't you? Yes, very much. <laughs> we do, man. It's, it, it's been a couple of years, bud. Yeah, we miss you guys too, man. I, I, I can honestly say over the course of my career and, and once I got to a, whether you want to call it a semi or professional full-time professional level this the, you guys are the one group that i've probably had the most fun working with uh, the entire time oh that's kind why, why is that tony because that does mean a lot to us it reminds me of the message that we've tried to convey to people that asked why are you doing this how do you get the drivers to talk like this because we're not talking we're not talking about the same stuff that every reporter that writes for a newspaper or that's uh, doing the local news at six o'clock each night or 11 o'clock news each night. We're not talking about the same things. We haven't talked about one race car yet, but yet here we are as a race car driver. We've been on for roughly what, 10, 15 minutes now. And we haven't said one thing about driving a race car, owning a race car, owning a racetrack. Now it's come into the conversations, but that's not been the basis of the conversations. And I think that's what makes your show so much different. Everybody are, there's so many outlets to talk about motorsports and racing mm -hmm. that everybody already knows what we do. They know what we drive. They know we won the SRX championship last weekend in Nashville. They know Eric Amarola and Stuart Haas racing won at Loud, New Hampshire. So the story's already been told, but talking about Havasu, talking about a golf tournament that I chemically don't remember anymore because <laughs> of liquids that went down my throat and altered my mindset. Uh, those are topics that, don't get spoke about. So it, it's what you guys do is fill in the gaps to the fans that people really, I feel like in this era really enjoy. And that's, they already know what happens on the racetrack and what our reactions are and what we think about it. But it's, it's all the stories of what this group of all, all four of us, what we've done away from the racetracks and the conversations we've had outside of motorsports, but it's, but we're all tied together because of motorsports. So I think right. that's what makes us so fun for all of us. You call him Smoke. He's Tony Stewart joining us on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios. And Smoke, do you think social media is good for that or bad for that? Because sometimes we'll see drivers just go nutso on social media and get a bunch of personal fun stuff out there, and then they backtrack. And then they're like, Oop, nope, that's too much. I, I think it's a balancing act. Um, and and honestly, I, Leah's the responsible adult in our relationship, and she's great. If you follow her social media, uh she is a one man band. I mean, she does, she does everything. And and I, when I say that, I mean, I'm talking about everything she does in drag racing from does her social media, does her sponsorship deals, uh, manages her schedule, books, her appearances, does all of that herself. And that is something that I couldn't do, but especially the social media side, because of her, my social media got better. We learned how to do things better. Um, 
it, and it forced me. I mean, we we have a partnership with a with an RV manufacturer with Thor Industries, and he was complimenting her social media. And basically, what by the third time that he complimented her uh, in a text message to me, what he was ultimately trying to tell me is how bad my social media was. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, it when I finally the third time when the baseball bat hit me upside the head, and I finally realized what he was actually trying to tell me. Um, you know, we made changes and, and, and I think social media is a huge platform, but mm-hmm. it is very, it's, it is very much a balancing act and, and it, it very much can, can, for lack of better terms, it can kill you as much as it can heal you. Um, the fans and the public love the content, but they are also the very first ones that if you step over the line, they're the very first ones to jump on top of it and knock you down. So, uh, I love it. I, I try to take, I'm not going to say a conservative approach on it, but I only show people what I want people to see. I, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to show them everything that I do in my life. I think there's a lot of things. And I, and like I said, I, I've learned a lot of this from Leah, uh, her being the responsible one. There's things about our life that we don't want everybody to see and that we don't want them all to know, but there's things about our life and things that we're passionate about. Leah's got me into wake surfing and we love that. And we have a partnership with, Pro Wake and Pro Wake uh, Water Sports in Indiana because of it. Uh, the things that we do together, we like being able to show the fans that and and show them a side of us that they don't see at the racetrack. And I think that that's like we mentioned about your show. That's the things that we like, and I think the fans really enjoy is seeing different aspects that they can't see just in a typical interview on a race weekend. Tony, has the explosion of social media? change the fundamental core of who Tony Stewart is uh, by keeping something separate where you used to be a lot more open with your fans? I, honestly, I think it's the other way around. I, I mean, I feel like we're more open with the fans than, than we've ever had the opportunity to be because, because of social media, you know, we never really had, you know, I think for race fans to get a chance to see us, I mean, it was just like you mentioned at Sedalia, Missouri at a golf tournament. I mean, there were a lot of people that, paid a lot of money to support a charity and that got to be out on a golf course, golf course with us and at uh, silent auctions and live auctions at the end of the day. And that's where people get to see you away from the racetrack. And that was really, that was almost the only type of outlets that you had for people to see you away from the racetrack, other than if they just happen to be at the right spot at the right time, where I think social media has given us all the opportunity to really, be able to control what they see, but also give them more access to what we do in our lives. But like I said, it's one thing, I think it's a lot better scenario when you have the opportunity to, to control what content's going out there versus uh, just being a free for all. But I, I think it's, I think it's actually worked in a lot of our favors to where, uh, like I mentioned, we, we can show a lot more of what we're doing with our lives. And I think we all feel a lot more comfortable because we have control of what that content is that's mm. going out these days. So let me ask you the follow-up to that. Do you like it that you're able to bypass traditional media in order to control the narrative about Tony Stewart? Well, I don't think we necessarily look at it that we're controlling it. And I, and I really don't feel like we're bypassing traditional media. Um, I feel like we still try to do the same amount. I think, I think COVID's kind of changed some of that as far as how much access we've had to, to traditional media, but I feel like the social media side is just added to it. I mean, we still we still have our media requests that we do and, and our appearances that we do. And I feel like that's that is still 
I feel like there's still a portion of our fans that still thrive on that traditional media, but I also feel like it's really important for the new generation of fan and, and some of the old school fans are learning how, I mean, my mom's learning how to get on Instagram now. My mom's in her seventies. <laughs> so it's like to think my mom's walk, looking at stuff on Instagram. I'm like, Leah, you better not wear too small of a bikini <laughs> on the lake today because my mom will see this. And the next thing I'm going to get a phone call, like, how can you let her do, which I'm joking. My mom would never do that. My mom love my mom at this point loves Leah more than me. So if, we, yeah. if for some reason this relationship doesn't work out, I'm going to have to look for a new mother. But, um, but I, I think the social media side, I think it's really added. I don't, I don't feel like it's necessarily taken away from traditional media. I just feel like it's been a good avenue to um, really show things and show different angles that traditional media don't necessarily cover. What did I tell you, Freak Nation? There's 42 minutes of that. And Statman, don't you think we ought to put all 42 minutes up there on our website? No breaks, nothing. You want to just butt it all together and just let the Freak Nation enjoy the full unedited version of Tony Stewart? Yeah. I mean, it, it, the full unedited version. Of, Tony is great. Uh, he's great. He's been a friend of ours. And uh, everybody else should enjoy the Tony that we know and have had you know, a lot of conversation with. Crash are some of the highlights of Tony Stewart over the years coming in the Freak Nation. I think he, he encapsulated our relationship with him when he said that Speed Freaks, Stat, Crash, myself, we've been his, I'm paraphrasing, his favorite media outlet over the years in that he can be Tony Stewart. It's not about nuts and bolts. He hits on why we created this thing and to bring the personalities out that had never been taken advantage of up until we started Speed Freaks. Yeah, that was pretty cool to hear. I'm not going to lie. That that was nice. But I think my favorite memory of Tony to this point so far was back in 2002. I was a Tony Stewart fan anyway, but I was hosting, I was doing the top end announcing with NHRA. Of course, NHRA was in Sonoma this weekend, but I was doing the top end announcing and interviews and I was getting a lot of feedback. This is way before social media, but message board forums were big and I was getting a lot of people just hammering me. Here I am the first woman to do that. And so nobody liked it. I mean, well, a good, a good chunk of people did, but the vocal chunk were the ones that were on the message forums telling me my voice was awful. I didn't know what I was talking about. I was comparing things to general motorsports that I shouldn't be doing. Meanwhile, let's just say one time I did accidentally slip in sitting on the pole, which I meant number one qualifier. Okay, well, fast forward, NHRA just about a week or two ago had a press release about who was on the pole. I had to chuckle at that. I'm like, yeah, I remember people getting mad at me for saying that. Anyway, so I'm up at Las Vegas NASCAR race 2002, and I'm up in a suite at the dirt track. I think all of us were there together. And he overheard, he was in the suite with us. I don't even think I knew that he was right below us, but um, he overheard us talking about some of the feedback I was getting and how frustrated I was. And he turned around, he goes, hey, you listen up. At least they're talking about you. The bottom line is negative conversation is still conversation, and that still gets you noticed. He said, you're doing a good job if they're talking about you. And I just kind of looked at him, and I said, thanks, Tony. He said, well, I'm a little experienced in that. Just take it from me. (laughs) And I'm like, I appreciate that. And the rest is history. I've appreciated his opinion on many things since then. Right. Yeah. I've got a a bunch of memories uh, bidding on a jacket that he (laughs) – Bidding on a jacket that he autographed, and I bid about a thousand dollars more than I did. Oh. <laughs> but I, you know, I was thinking of how 
And, you know, I just took too long to get another bid. Uh, you know, of course, the, the uh, golf cart race. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the one thing I remember most is sitting in uh, Irwindale Pitts talking to him, and the crowd was starting to close in on him. And uh, I said, you want to go before the – and he said, don't worry about it. You, you're going to turn around once, and I'm going to be gone. And we both <laughs> laughed. And sure enough, I turned around, and there was no Tony to be seen. <laughs> it was like Star Trek. He just evaporated, you know, and I just sort of chuckled and moved on, and the fans like, where'd he go? So, yeah. I mean, he yeah, t- Tony is Tony is Tony, and I think people had a chance to see it, just a small taste of what we've seen for uh, what how many years now? Mm-hmm. Long time, twenty one years, Freak Nation of doing this thing, and we'll wrap it up as we've done the last twenty one years. Shoot the juice to the moose and Statman, cut it loose. Zip. Speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined.